Welcome to the Mind Wealth Podcast. In this episode, we discuss why we don't have to pay income taxes on any of our medical expenses, both business owners and employees. There is another way. We also discuss why business owners usually shouldn't be paying themselves as employees. So, if you want to learn how to pay less taxes, this episode is for you. Right, so let's talk about that chiropractor that um, that uh, had the medical expenses. Right, this guy phoned us. Uh, he'd heard about us, so he tracked us down, and he, um, he 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 gave us all the details of his financial situation. And it turned out a very successful practice. His wife was working with him in the practice, and he was earning seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Now, anybody else looking in on that, including our finance minister and the prime minister, would think. Well, he's a very successful small businessman. He's, uh, he's the kind of guy we want to go after and make sure they're paying their fair share of taxes. And that's exactly what they're already doing. He's paying over 50% income taxes on his money, 50%. But that's not all. 50% of what he's earning is overhead. That's the cost of running his business. So take 700, divide by 2. So he's got 350,000. That's half of it is overhead. And the other half, he's paying 50% income tax on. So how much do you think is left for him to pay his bills with and, and uh, live the life that uh, a $700,000 income you'd think would provide? He's struggling just the same as anybody else making 150 grand a year elsewhere as a T4 employee. Right. Now him and his wife, they own and run the business. Mm-hmm. They are the business, they generate all the income. So he laid out where he's spending his money and where it's going. And uh, we, we actually discovered a half a dozen different things that he could do differently Now, he already has an accountant. He already has an advisor. He already has an insurance agent. He has people advising him and guiding him, yet he's still in the same situation. So our perspective is is like, well, how's that working for you? Mm -hmm. Because he said, making more money is not the solution here. He says, I can can make twice as much money. I'm not going to be any further ahead. So we started structuring his affairs or suggesting how we could structure his affairs differently to have his corporation pay for more of the expenses that the corporation can pay for. For example, his insurance. His corporation could own an insurance policy and pay for the insurance before tax out of his company. He's putting money in RSPs after he's already pulled the money out and paid the tax on the money, he's putting it into RSPs. Well, that makes no sense in our world, so we suggested he stop doing that. We suggested he incorporate rather than being a proprietor. And mm-hmm. so by incorporating, he doesn't have to pay into the Canada Pension Plan. So there's another five or $6,000 we found him that he can be redirecting into other types of investments. Plus, the ability to draw dividends instead of T4 income, he could, he could earn about 40000 plus a year of dividend income, which is just profits on his business, and pay no income tax on it. So him and his wife, they could do some income splitting through dividend sharing in their, in their business, and they pay no tax on that money. And how much money is going to be left inside the business compared to what they were doing? We found him over $150,000 better off every year by changing a few things that he's currently doing of things he doesn't know. Now, here was another expense. His son had some medical condition where he needed some special um, education, special, I don't know what it was exactly that he needed, but it was an extra $15,000 a year that he needed to pay for his son's education. Maybe it was a special needs type uh, teacher or something, I'm not sure. But it qualified as a medical uh, expense to him. 
And so he was taking, he was earning, I don't know how much money he'd have to earn, what, 150000 to end up with? Wasn't it 60000 he needed? And he had to make 120000 to pay for it? Well, he said, he, he actually did the math on it. It was, it was 60000 It was 15000 for something else. But it was 60000 for the for the education. Right. So he said he had done the math. And he says, okay, I need to make 240 in my business. Half of that is overhead, so that gives me 120 that I can pay myself. Then I take that 120 and pay that to myself, but I'm paying 50% tax on it because of the tax bracket that I'm in. So that's 60 grand that I get to take home. So his problem looking at all those numbers is like, I need to work to get Two hundred and fifty or two hundred and forty thousand dollars more into my business in order for me to be able to take home sixty, right. and have that in my right. in my bank account to pay for my son's stuff. Yeah, and that was the biggest problem is that he was having to go through all that when in reality, he could make a hundred and twenty, let's say, in his business, so half as much, and through the right processes, be able to pay for that medical expenses from his business and only before tax before taxes yep so then he only has to make mm. 120 grand pay 50% overhead on that for the for the business to run the business mm -hmm. so that's 60 of it and then have the other 60 left over to actually pay for the medical expense mm -hmm. so the next step or recommendation we had for him was to set up what's called a health spending account which is available to all uh, employers uh, for their employees and you just flow those expenses through that account and actually have the corporation pay for them all before tax or you get reimbursed personally for them. And this would have saved him another, um, the amount of income tax on that, all that income to pay his medical expenses. Now that also includes dental, eyeglasses, any other healthcare costs you have, chiropractic. I mean, there's a whole list of things that qualify. Now you're not, it's not like an insurance coverage but it's a way of your corporation paying for these expenses before tax rather than you taking the money out, paying the tax on it to pay for your medical expenses, which we all got to pay anyways. Yeah. You know, we still got to pay them anyways, but wouldn't it be better if your company was paying for those expenses before tax? Mm -hmm. So there we're saving a whole bunch more money. And, you know, this guy, this guy was blown away. He couldn't believe all the things we were suggesting to him, how, how he could uh, change his financial situation by just implementing half a dozen things that he did not know about and his advisors either didn't know or didn't advise him to do. Well, one of the things, uh, because he's a chiropractor in a different part of Canada, his rules and stipulations around um, a chiropractor having an, a corporation, she couldn't or as a part owner in the business. Right. She had to be an employee, which means she had to take T4 income and stuff like that. So one of the other things we said is, instead of paying her as an employee, why don't you get her to open up her own incorporation and subcontract to you? Exactly. And then she can have a whole bunch of extra benefits as well through her own corporation, and you can flow more money through there as well. Good, that's right? perfect, yep, very good. Which basically increases their their family take-home amount that they can take home that they're not having to pay taxes on mm -hmm. because neither one of them are paying traditional income tax on it because it's um, they're not paying themselves as employees right. right they're paying themselves as with dividends as a shareholder in their company right 
dividends are taxed way differently. And uh, mm -hmm. like you said, it was like up to 40 grand um, can be not taxed at all. And then over and over 40, over 40 gets taxed. Yeah. But at a different tax rate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like that's that's huge. Like almost every business owner that's making more than 40 grand a year should should be incorporated mm -hmm. and should be paying themselves that way. Otherwise, it's like it just—they're just paying way too much in taxes, yeah. or way more than they need to, anyways. But there, what was the old advice? Well, the other scenario is well, one of my best friends. He has an incorporation, uh, a large um, engineering firm in um, in Alberta, and he does a lot of product design and innovation. And because of that, he can have uh, what's called. Um, shreds it's a canadian government uh thing where they'll cover up to 60 percent of the the wages um that go towards innovation and so he can apply for shreds every year on all these different uh innovation projects that he does for big companies oil field companies and stuff like that and he does a lot of the work himself on it so he has to pay himself as a t ford income because it makes sense because he'll get so much more money back from the government through shreds compared to paying himself as a a um dividends. dividends so there is scenarios where yes if you're in the right business and there's some type of enhanced thing from the government that they'll help you do then it might make sense but 95 percent of the time it does not make sense to pay yourself as a t4 income employee and knowing that these medical expenses can be uh, can be paid for before taxes, knowing that you can um, take the money that as you, if if you were not paying yourself as an employee, then you don't have to pay the CPP money. You could take that exact same CPP money that you were paying before, and you could put it into your own pension plan. Right. And then you have control over it. It's liquid. Mm -hmm. Liquid meaning you have control over it. And you can do what you want with it from there. And you have the ability to take it out as much as you want, whenever you want. So those things all put together make a big difference, mm -hmm. especially for business owners. Yeah. Well, in this guy's situation as well, he, he actually withdrew a bunch of money from his RSPs to fund his son's education needs. And so he was taxed at the top tax rate on that money. And I said to him, I said, oh, man, who advised you? Like, that is the most expensive money. Surely you had a line of credit or some other source of funds you could get your hands on that would be way cheaper money to use than your RSP money. And that's the problem with RSPs. If you need that money for some reason, it's the most expensive money you're going to ever use yeah, right. if you need it before you plan on retiring. It, yeah. retiring. And uh, most people are told, oh, yeah, well, you're going to pay a lot less income tax when you retire because you'll be in a lower tax bracket. Well, I've been watching the tax brackets for the last 24 years, and I can assure you they've gone only one direction, and that's up. And currently, the top tax rate in BC, thanks to Mr. Trudeau, is 49.8%. And that's gone up 2% in the last two years. Yeah. So you guys figure it out. You know, you want to keep doing the same thing and expect different results, it's not going to happen. If you like this episode, you're going to love our free online workshop that explains the concept and many others in more detail. The True Wealth Workshop will give you the tools to get out of debt quicker, get your finances in order the right way. Sign up for the free online workshop 
at mycustombank.com.